Hello, hello, and welcome yet again to the movie Clubhouse podcast. Today, we have another review outlined for you, and it is nothing else than Godzilla Minus One. Yes, the new Godzilla movie from Toho is finally here, and we have watched it, and we have some notes, as always. So without further ado, let's get straight into Season 2, Episode 8 of the movie Clubhouse podcast. As we said, we have just watched Godzilla Minus One and we have some notes. We can say this in a simple form. We did not feel the rhythm of this movie. We did not feel the beat. We can say it like this. We did not feel the vibe of this film. It wasn't a bad movie by any means. But if you look at what other people have thought about this movie, and if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score it has gotten after its premiere, it has as much as 97% critic score and 98% public or theater score. That is really, really great. But I, I didn't feel like I vibe with this movie at all. It wasn't bad, but I have some notes for it. This movie basically shows how non-killable Godzilla is. Not one time, not two times, but literally like three times. And it gets a little bit boring towards the end, just seeing this repeat and repeat and repeat. Otherwise, I think Godzilla looked great. The big monster that you get to see on screen in terms of VFX and stuff like that looks, looks splendid, looks great, looks terrifying. I think when it comes to VFX, this movie is really good. So on the VFX part, there is nothing wrong with this movie. I would also say that this film was a little bit more of a drama with a Godzilla added in afterwards. Like a family drama at core and then some Godzilla sprinkled in. And for the family drama part that I call it, I say that this movie works really well. It's really character driven and the lines are great, the characters are great and it works best doing what it actually is, a drama with some Godzilla sprinkled in. When they add Godzilla, it doesn't get any worse, but it feels a little bit off, like action and fam drama colliding. It feels a little bit weird, but it works, but it feels a little bit off to me. Sometimes I would say this movie is a little bit slow. It's coming out at just over two hours. I think it's a little bit slow at times. The pacing is overall pretty great. Some moments felt a little bit slow or a little bit boring, but just minor parts of it. The drama bit of the film was... Pretty beautiful, I would say. And it has a great ending. The ending was really... If you would look at look at it like this. The drama ending, or the ending to the drama side aspect, was really great. The Godzilla ending, mm, it worked. Not that great. But it isn't worse than any other Godzilla movie, basically. I would not say that this is the best Godzilla film. But I don't have that much to compare it with. I am watching the now playing, or now currently playing Godzilla or Monarch Legacy of Monsters TV show on Apple TV+. So I can compare it with those first two or three episodes. And I would probably say that I prefer this series on Apple TV+, over this. This movie, Godzilla Minus One, gives a great interpretation of Godzilla. And it's a great twist. Not a twist, but it's a great version of a Godzilla film. But I still lean more towards the original Godzilla movies and the Apple TV Plus show. Now I can say that I haven't seen the original Godzilla films probably even a very long time, so I can't compare it that great with them. And as I said, I do not feel the same as many others do, giving it a 98 or 97 score on Rotten Tomatoes. 
I felt a little bit more on the low end. Maybe I would give this movie a, on my own, on, if I gave it my own Rotten Tomatoes score or my own score, I would maybe give it a six, six and a half out of ten, sixty-five percent maybe. Something uh, along those lines would be what you would get from me if you asked me about the score. And as I said, the drama part works really well. But the Godzilla part feels a little bit repetitive. We have seen Godzilla so many times now, and it's nothing new that we get to experience. There is some great VFX, some great acting, and some great characters. Uh, If you want to hear me completely obliterate some Japanese names now, you can put on your headphones and really listen closely. Godzilla Minus One is directed and written by Takashi Yamasaki. That wasn't that hard. But the film stars Minami Hamabe as Noriko, Sakura Andu as Sumiko, Ryunsuke Kamiki as Ko- Koishi-, Koishi, and Yuki Yamada as Shiro. And uh, there are some other actors involved also, but these are the most prominent ones. So now I have just crushed their Japanese names. I have a really hard time with this, with the, not the spelling, but with the pronunciation of the names. I did not really... The actors are great. They are doing a really great job. There are a lot of screaming in this film, a lot of emotions. And there are actually a little bit of a, too much, many high sounds when Godzilla screeches also. I had to hold almost my hands to my ears at times because the volume was so high. So maybe... If you're watching this at home later, maybe turn the volume down a little bit. And as I said, these actors did a great job with the movie. They really showed emotion and the two main characters, which is Noriko, I would say, and maybe Shiro. I, or is it Koishi? I'm, I am mixing them up in my head. But the two main characters, the, the boy, or not the boy, the man and the woman he runs into later in the story. They play really well when it comes to more emotional parts of the film. And I would really say that this film is a lot about emotion and the aftermath of Godzilla's reckoning. It really shows that community is important, that family is important, and it really is more about Godzilla's destruction. I think this movie did a great job showing Godzilla's destruction, what he can do, and what the aftermath of his appearance or his the aftermath of Godzilla, what it actually looks like. When it comes to the story and the writing, I think the writing is its nothing wow, but it's uh, some great lines are delivered. The story, as I said, it works, but it's nothing revolutionary. I can accept it, but it's felt a little bit repetitive looking at other Godzilla films. There are also some great shots in the movie. I have a hard time maybe now giving examples, but there is a shot when one of the female characters are hanging from a train or something like that in front of Godzilla, that looks really great in terms of VFX. And there are some plane shots that also look really great, and some Godzilla up-close shots. Those look pretty darn great for a... Yeah, it's a big-budget film, so it should look great, but it looks great nonetheless. But I did not really feel the vibes of this movie. I did not really feel the vibes. I won't, I won't blame it on anyone special or the director or anything. I just didn't feel the vibes. The drama part was great, but the Godzilla part, it didn't just work for me. It was nothing revolutionary. And at the moment, I need something revolutionary. One thing in the movie that was pretty interesting was that they showed, or their way 
in the later part of the maybe third or second half or the second half of the movie, they showed a really interesting or smart way of getting rid of Godzilla or a plan that they had. It was really interesting to see that plan takes place and it was an interesting way in how to get rid of Godzilla. Now, does that plan succeed or not? You have to watch the movie for yourself, but it was a really interesting plan. It was That was pretty revolutionary, if I would have to say it. And it was in the 19... Where was this? 1970s, 80s? So it was a really great plan for being so far back in time. Or it isn't that far back in time, but being 30 years, 40 years back in time. I would say this, this movie is also more character-driven, and it really shows these more emotional scenes. It really is about the, both the psychological and the physical aftermath of Godzilla. That is how I would best describe this film. I have some favorite moments from the film. I like the first... I have a hard time deciding about the first or second half of the film. I like the final battle, but I also like the beginning of the film, or just the, just the start of it. It was great. When it comes to characters, I really liked Minami Hamambe as Noriko and Ryonsuke Kamiki as Koichi. I think that's the guy. Or is it Yuki Yamada Shiro? It's Antinya Shiro or Koichi. One of those that did a great job in this movie. I think they really show a lot of emotion when acting, and that's what is a big part or a really hard part of acting, showing these emotions and being expressive. When a character or actress or actress is expressive and it really gets to you, to your heart, that is when you know this performance is really, really good. I think the char- most characters in this film did a, or actors or actresses did a great job delivering their lines and giving a lot of emotion to their performances. When it comes to the overall theme and message of the film, I have a hard time really seeing it clear painted on a wall what it is that the film wants to say. I think it has something to do with selflessness, or that it is always the life is always worth living, or that it's always worth living for others sometime. That has something to do with selfless selflessness. Or not selflessness, selfishness is it called. Selfishness. Selfishness, hard word to pronounce it. One question, however, that I feel that the show or the movie didn't answer is where Godzilla came from. He just pretty much appeared in the start of the film. His size were a lot smaller then, but we have seen this so many times previously, but I feel like I would have wanted a short explanation of where Godzilla came from. This movie also takes place in post-war Japan, which is an interesting environment to see how the characters are living and what how it is to live after a war has taken place. So there's an interesting environment, an interesting ground that these characters have to walk on, or not ground, they have to walk on, the, the, the aftermath of the war that they have to experience. And then Godzilla comes in and adds to that. That's really interesting to see. And it's made for an interesting part of the movie, or... Uh, some of that most interesting part of the movie was about that, the post-war time and Godzilla's aftermath. That I would say is the most interesting part of the film, or interesting aspects. I think this movie really put an interesting spin on Godzilla, but it did not wow me. It was an okay film, but I really did not wow with it as many others have done or seem to do. Really like it. I don't know if it's the best Godzilla film. I think I would like the original or some other... Japanese versions of Godzilla more than this one. 
but I have to see. And the Apple TV show also comes into consideration. I think I would like that even more when I have seen the whole of that. But it's an interesting film, so go see it if you want to see some big lizard fighting stuff on the water. Go see it if you want that and form your own opinion about the film. That's the most important thing. Don't just listen to me. Form your own opinion. So that's basically it for Godzilla minus one review. I have been your host, Eddie. This is the Movie Clubhouse podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of our newer episodes. We are dropping episodes multiple times a week now, so they are just coming in hot all over the place. So subscribe so you don't miss any of that. Also, if you want to, please leave a review on the podcast. It helps a lot and it helps tremendously to get this podcast ranking higher and higher up in the lists on Spotify, on Apple TV, not Apple TV, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and YouTube, etc. And we are also now on YouTube. So if you search the Movie Clubhouse podcast on YouTube, you will find all of our episodes published there. Really cool, right? But that was all for this review. Until we see you guys next time, have a great time watching.